0: Well, good morning, Ridge. Man, so good to see you online today. Uh, I really hope you had a great time celebrating Christmas with your family yesterday. I know that we did at the Gorath household, and I'm so glad that you've decided to join us for worship online today. And as you know, we offer online worship services the Sunday after Christmas in order to give the staff and the volunteers and our band this Sunday off. And I also want you to know that next Sunday is gonna be a little bit different also because we're sponsoring a blood drive at the YMCA on Worm Springs Road from 9 a.m. until 1.30 p.m. And we filled up every spot when we did this last year. And we had such a great time that the Red Cross called us and they were like, will you please donate again? And we said, sure. So next Sunday, Instead of worshiping in person, we want you to serve by registering to donate blood, and we'll be online for worship. You can do that. Um, You can register by going to our app or on our website, okay? And if you sign up to give blood during the worship hour, no big deal. You can just catch up on it later. And you're going to want to catch up because today I'm very excited to start a brand new series with you called Redo, okay? And and let me provide you with a little bit of a roadmap of what's coming up over the next three weeks, And, and here's why. It's because i believe that god is going to work through this series okay and i want you to know what to expect so here's why we're doing a series called redo okay now that christmas is kind of behind us all right we're getting ready for a brand new year and as we look at the past year if we're really honest we're probably feeling tied down by something that happened in our past okay And maybe maybe it happened a long time ago maybe it was 20 10 years ago or it might be just that 2021 had a few rough patches that just weren't that good. And it's during this time of year that we're getting ready for a new year, we're getting ready for 2022, and we realize, all right, you know what? New year, new opportunity, it's time to have a redo, right? It's time to start over. All right, for instance, that maybe there are some of us or a lot of us that have been kind of betrayed in the past. Maybe someone lied to us or, or hurt us, and. We're still carrying around that bitterness and resentment and unforgiveness. So, next week, next week, well, we're going to talk about why, biblically speaking, it's so important for us to forgive and move forward. And we're going to look at what the Bible has to say with how we deal with how to forgive those who have hurt us. How can we, in essence, uh, kind of have a redo with some of our relationships? Okay, so that's next week. And then the week after that, we're going to flip that script and we're going to talk about not what others have done, but maybe what we have done. Okay, like how do I get past my own failures and mistakes? How how, how do I overcome the sinfulness that I've allowed to creep in and and kind of take control? Because I, I don't know about you, but sometimes I'm really good with the idea that God has forgiven me, but I'm always not so good at forgiving myself right? Forgiving myself for something that I recently did or something that I did 10 years ago, or or maybe just something I did last year in 2021. We're going to try to understand how to have a clean slate as we move into 2022 and start over. And, And today, that brings me to today. Let's talk about this morning. I'm excited about this message because I want to talk about how to break those labels that are attached to us. And here's why. As we look over the past year and as we get ready to start over in a new year, there are many of us somewhere in our past that we've been called something or or we've been characterized in some way by someone else, or or maybe we've done it to ourselves. Uh, we, We believed a lie about ourselves that just isn't true. But the problem is we've been living with this label for a long time and we're just tired of it. And some of us just want a fresh start, and just to have a little fun with this, what I want to do is I want to give you some well-known people and see if you can guess the label that's attached to their name. Okay, now I don't want everybody to play along online. If you're if you're sitting on the couch with your family, let's see who gets the most right. Okay, so n- number one, we got Attila the Attila the Hun. Okay, all of our history majors out there probably got that one. How about this one? The Incredible Hulk, all right, All Marvel fans. I know that you got that one. How about this, Billy the Kid? I love uh, I love westerns, so that's one of my favorites. Here's here's a fun one. Some of you may know Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And if you're an older man, I really hope you didn't get that one. And then the last one is Winnie the. Poo. Of course, everybody, everybody knows that one, right? Those are some of the labels that are attached to names. And you know what? In the same way, if I look back on my life, and if you look back on your life, there's probably some labels that have been attached to your name. And when I think about my own life, one of the negative labels that I carried around for years and that I still struggle with today is Jimmy the Warrior. Now, I know that When I say that out loud, it sounds kind of cool, like I carry a sword and fight dragons. But that's not the warrior I'm talking about. I'm talking about the worrying kind of being anxious so much. Okay, I'm talking about worrying all the time. Sometimes I don't warrior, warrior. I I have a hard time distinguishing the two. But I'm the one that's anxious. I'm the one that's worrying too much. And, And I'll tell you that when my anxiety is high and I worry too much, my mood changes. And I still have trouble at times with that label. I still have trouble at times with my anxiety. So all that to say, I tend to label myself as a warrior, right? And what I'd like for you to do is just think for a minute. What is that negative label that follows your name? What's the negative label that followed your name maybe last year? It might be someone's called you a doormat. You know, you're always so nice. You just let people just walk all over you and take advantage of you. It might be that you're the lazy one or you're irresponsible or you're a hothead or you're terrible with money or you're the party girl or party boy or, or maybe you're just average. You know, you're not really great at anything, but you're not horrible either. But, but take a minute and just kind of think about it. And as you think about it, I want to share some information I learned from Groeschel in this series. Uh, and one of the things that I've learned is that God's power is always bigger than your past. Okay, God's truth about you is bigger than any perceived truth in your life. In fact, if you own a label that is true about you, like one you actually deserve, I want you to understand that what's true about you today doesn't have to be true about you tomorrow. Okay, I believe that the power of God can take that, whatever it is in your life, and can bring a change and make it no longer true. God, through the power of the Spirit, can break any label in our life. And let me show you how. Look at this verse that comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. It says this, anyone who belongs to Christ. Okay, pause. That means anybody. Okay, doesn't matter who you are, what you've done, where you've come from, how bad your past is, how true the label is in your life. It doesn't matter. This promise is true for all of us. Keep reading. Anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. Focus on new person. You are a new person when you accept Christ. This is great news for all of us. Keep reading. The old life is gone and the new life has begun. Out with the old, in with the new, right? Those of us in Jesus Christ have been given a chance for a redo, okay? Those things that held you down, that kept you hostage, that pulled you back in 2021, Listen, they don't have control over you in 2022 if Jesus is Lord of your life. Now, that's powerful stuff. So let me give you three things real quick that I learned that will help you break free from the labels that tend to hold you down and keep you back, okay? Let's talk about these things. Number one, I believe that God will give you a new name. God wants to give you a new name. Let me share this verse with you that comes from Isaiah 62, verse 2. It says this, then you will have a new name, which the Lord himself will give you. I love this. In in this verse, God is speaking to the people living in Jerusalem. And he says, listen, I know what other people have said about you, right? I know the labels that they've attached to you. But I want you to know that I'm going to give you a new name and you'll be known as the people that God loves. You know, what I love about the stories of new names in the Bible is that the new name always comes from the mouth of God himself, okay? This is important to know, because many of you have been held back by something that you believed, that others have called you, but God promises you a change. God promises you a new name. You know, I, I think of it this way. it's kind of it's kind of like when young people are dating. and, how if there's this girl that likes a guy, sometimes what she'll do is she'll doodle her first name with his last name, you know, maybe put some little X's and O's and little hearts. You know, Shannon did this while we were dating. And now it took her like two weeks to learn how to spell my last name because it's not the easiest name. It was kind of hard because she went from a very easy name, Thompson, to McElrath. Um, But anyway, a new name attached, to your current name. You see, I really believe that God can replace the label at the end of your name with something new. He did this so many times in scripture. In fact, it's too numerous for me to even begin to tell you each instance, you know, but let me give you a couple of examples. There was a couple named Abram and Sarai, and they really wanted to have children. You know their story, right? But they couldn't have children. So God comes to them and he says, I'm going to give you a child and you're going to have so many descendants, you won't even be able to count them all. And to prove it, he says, I'm going to give you new names, Abraham and Sarah, which means the father and mother of many nations. God gave him a new name. There's another guy in the Bible named Gideon. Gideon's one of my favorite stories. He was the biggest scaredy cat in the Bible. The angel of God literally finds him in this hiding place. And when he does, he renames him and calls him a mighty warrior. Now, this is the other type of warrior, okay, not the anxious kind like me, but this was the fighting kind. And he led the Israelites into battle, and God changed that label. He changed his name. You see, God can give you a new way of looking at yourself, and he can change your name in the process. And here's the deal. When that happens, you may feel a little unworthy. You may feel like, you know what, I'm not good enough or I- I'm not there just yet. And here's what I want you to know. God will help you grow into your new name. OK, some of you, for instance, God's trying to tell you that you're forgiven. OK, and you may not feel it yet, but you're going to grow into it and all of your sins are gone. So, some of you, God is trying to tell you that you're an overcomer for your whole life. You've had other people say you'll never get over this. But God is telling you that you will. And you may not feel like it just yet, but give it time. You'll grow into it. Some of you feel inadequate when it comes to parenting and you say, you know what, I just don't measure up. And God wants to make you into a great spiritual mom or dad and you just don't feel like it. And some days it's two steps forward, one step back. But you know what? You can grow into it with the help of Jesus Christ. Maybe some of you are feeling that God's calling you to help lead a journey group next semester into the new year, but you're like, no way. Who, who am I to do something like that? If I'm in charge of a group, we're, we're just going to name it the hot mess because that, that's what we'll be. Now, you know what? If your new label happens to have journey group leader attached to it, God's going to give you the power to live into that. So a lot of us have been labeled with stuff in the past. Don't believe what other people say about you. Believe what God says about you he can bring that change and he can give you a new name. All right, let me go into the second point, okay? When it comes to those labels, number two, God wants to give you a new purpose, okay? With a new name comes a new purpose. And again, we see this happen over and over and over and over again in the Bible, when God begins to work in someone's life, okay? The best example of this has to be a guy named Simon. Now some of you may not even recognize who I'm talking about when I call him by his original name, Simon. Okay. But this is a guy who could have been labeled unpredictable, undependable, kind of wishy-washy. And Jesus meets him one day and he says, you know what, Simon, you're a fisherman. You've been fishing your whole life. I want to give you a new purpose. He says, I'm going to teach you how to fish for people. In other words, you're going to be a world changer. You're going to be an amazing teacher. You're going to be an amazing leader. You're going to bring people to know God. Okay, I'm going to give you, Jesus is telling him, I'm going to give you a new purpose. And you're going to do things you never thought you would ever do. And when you know it, when Jesus gives him a new purpose, you know what Jesus does? He also changed his name. And here's the new name and how it happened. Jesus asked Simon, he says, He asks him, Who do people say that I am? And Simon said, well, people say a lot of things. He, he said back to Jesus, he said, some say that you're Elijah. Some say that you're John the Baptist. Jesus presses them though. He says, but who do you say that I am? And he says, you're the Christ, the son of the living God. And here's what happens next. Jesus replied, Simon, son of Jonah, you are blessed. You didn't discover this on your own. It was shown to you by my Father in heaven. So I will call you. Get ready. Here here it comes, okay? I'm I'm about to give you a new name. I'm going to call you Peter, which means a rock. And on this rock, I will build my church and death itself will not have any power over it. Peter means rock. Okay, Jesus is like, no longer undependable, okay? No longer all those other labels, no, 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 you are going to be the rock, and on this rock I'm going to build my church. Isn't that awesome? I'm sure Peter was like, what are you talking about? Jesus is like, you know what? New name, new purpose. Now, now let me go back here, because some of you are familiar with this story, and let me ask for those of you that know the story of Peter. Was Peter always a rock from that moment on? No, nothing close to it. He messed up over and over and over again. He is a colossal wreck in some parts of the story. I imagine him looking at the gospel writers who were chronicling everything. He's probably looking at them going, do you have to put that in there? Like, can, can't we just leave that out, right? It's like a bad post on someone else's timeline that you can't get rid of, right? Here's my point. Peter grew into his purpose. In fact, if you remember the story of Peter, He denied Jesus three times when Jesus was going to the cross, when Jesus needed him the most. Do you remember that story? But after the resurrection on the day of Pentecost, guess who God chose to be the speaker on that day? He chose Peter. He chose Peter the Rock. And 3,000 people came to Christ, and the church was formed. You see, I believe that God wants this new year to be different for you. God wants great things for His glory in your life. He also wants to give you a new name and with that new name comes a new purpose. And here's the best news. I want you to take whatever negative label that's been associated with your name in the past and understand that with the power of Christ, out of your past weakness, God can give you future strength, okay? Out of your greatest weakness, God can raise up the greatest strength. So God will give you a new name, He'll give you a new purpose, And then the third point is that God wants to give you a new future. God has the power to give you a new future. And the reason I say this and bring this up is because I know so many people who are so pessimistic about the future, about what next year has to offer. They say things like, well, my life is never going anywhere. You know, never gonna be able to do this or do that. I'm never gonna be happy. I'm always gonna be alone. I'm always gonna be miserable. I'm never gonna get out of debt. How is this coming year gonna be any different than last year? And on and on it goes. Listen to Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. Let me share this last verse with you. God says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a, focus on this word, and a future. You know, maybe some of you are struggling with a label right now. And maybe you don't think the future is looking so bright. Again, let me say this. I believe that out of your greatest weakness, God can raise up great strength. He has a great future in store for those that follow him. Let me close with another amazing story in the Bible of someone who wasn't defined by her past and was actually given an incredible future. This lady probably had one of the worst labels you could imagine. Okay, Her name is mentioned eight times in the Bible, and six times of those? She has a negative label tied to her name. Her name was Rahab. And you can find her story in the book of Joshua. I'll let you Google about her later um, because we have families worshiping together online. I'm just gonna let you kind of look up her story. I don't wanna say anything that's gonna be like, make for weird family conversations on Christmas weekend, but let's let's just put it this way. She didn't have the best label. She didn't have the brightest future ahead of her, okay? But there's this point where she started to hear about the God of Israel, and there's this awesome verse that says that her heart melted as she heard stories of Moses, and she heard stories about the Red Sea, and she heard about the power of God. And it just so happened that God used her, an unlikely hero, to help the Israelites bring down the walls of Jericho. And I'm pretty sure... As God spoke to her heart, I'm pretty sure He probably gave her a new name with a new purpose. And with that purpose came a new future. And God did what no one else would have thought was possible. God brought her a God-fearing man into her life. She had a great marriage, and they had a son, and then they had a grandson, and then they had a great-grandson, and they had a great-great-grandson, and it just kept going, and great-great-great-great-great-grandson all the way down the line until one day, there was one that was born in a manger and given the name Jesus. So get this, get this. From Rahab came Jesus Christ, the Savior. How good is God? How amazing is that? What an amazing future Rahab had in front of her. So you know what? Don't you dare let anyone put you in a box, okay? Don't let anybody put a label on you. You're not what anyone else says you are, okay? You're not even what you say you are. You're not what 2021 said you were. God can give you a new purpose, okay? And with His help, this year, you can grow into a new name. Maybe you're not there yet, but maybe this year will be the year to move forward into God's purpose. And when you do, He'll give you a new future, a better 2022. Because if anyone is in Christ, remember, They are a new person. The old life is gone. Last year is almost behind us. The labels are gone. The old image is gone. And the new life, the new year, the new you has begun. Let's pray. God, I pray that your power and your presence, your grace and your mercy would overwhelm us and overflow through our hearts. God, truth is, there are so many of us that feel as though there's this label that's just holding us back, keeping us down. And maybe it's not just a name, but maybe it's a mindset that we have. Something maybe that other people have said to us or, or done to us or something that we've done to ourselves. God, I believe that you want to give us a new name a new purpose and a new future. God, I just pray that the truth of what Christ says to us would set us free. That we would not be limited by our past, whatever label that has been for us, whatever's been attached to us for decades or or whatever happened last year. God, I pray that nothing would limit us, but that we would overcome it by the power of your spirit. God, I don't think there's any person online today that wouldn't like a fresh start. I thank you, God, that you give us that opportunity, that you give us a new name, a new purpose, and a new future. God, I can't wait to see what you have in store for each person online as we move into a new year. And and while we're praying, let me just pause. Let me just say that if anyone's online today that would like to start over with Jesus, and invite Him into your life for the first time. He wants nothing more than to have a relationship with you. Maybe today is a day that you want to become a new person in Jesus altogether. So if that's you, let's start this upcoming year off on the right foot and just pray this with me. Say, Jesus, I want a redo. I ask for forgiveness of my sins. I invite you into my life. And Jesus, as best as I know how, I want to start living for you. Jesus, I thank you for those that have just prayed. And God, I thank you for this wonderful church family. Help us to share the light of your love to everybody that we come across. We love you. It's in Jesus' name we pray all these things. Amen.